I just hit the record button. Oh, oh no, okay. Guys, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Definitely not cleaning up a game that we just played. Um, okay, why do you think growth is important? Is that question too <laughs> open-ended? It goes deep. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else is there? <laughs> That's the point <laughs> if you don't do anything. <laughs> well, maybe let's take the opposite. Let's take why is stability detrimental. Oh, okay. If growth is important, then the flip side of that, the opposite of growth, is... It makes you feel like nothing's important. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's happening in my life. Why am I even here? I shouldn't be here. Nobody loves me. Uh, okay. I have a question to throw out there. Not to derail your question, but to sort of supplement it. So I would like to answer... Add more. Uh, yeah, I would like to answer your question with a new question that I'll bring to the table. There are four <laughs> things. Achievement, truth... Peace or happiness? Pick one. And picking one is the absence of yours. No! But, like, what is your... What do you think is the highest good? Mm. What do you think is more important than the other three? Or is the question flawed? You can also disagree with my thought experiment. Depends on whether everyone surrounding you also holds these same values to be true. Yeah, is this an internal thing or, like, for the world? Ooh, does the answer change? It does. It does oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Do I want other people to be happy? Or do I want them to achieve things? Do I want them to be peaceful? But then does that come into conflict with something else that somebody might bring forward? So, okay, I've asked this question before and somebody says achievement because achievement brings them peace or achievement brings them happiness. So we're answering it wrong. <laughs> well, the other thing too is I think some of those tie into other things. If you're right. happy, you will achieve more. If you can achieve what you right. want to put out to, you have more energy to achieve those things and less time to wage war. So is your answer happiness? I forgot what the fourth one was. Truth. See, I think that's just tough because they're all important because you can't be happy in the absence of truth. It's not true happiness. I said peace. <laughs> well, if we disagree with you, that's going to come down. It's easy for me. <laughs> Truth is relative. Happiness is a false thing that people chase. And All right. uh, achievement uh, is also very relative. Right. I agree. So peace is stability. Okay. And from that, you will experience happiness. You cannot achieve happiness. So if you've got a dictatorship where one person tells everybody how to act. Yes, in theory. Yes. <laughs> no happiness. Everyone's many, miserable, starving. Many authors have written about this, but it's like, it's, it works. It's a dystopia. Like, I think if everyone was starving, that wouldn't be peace. Like, you would think people would revolt. Yeah. Like, that would, there'd be a reason for, like, no peace. But okay. if there's, like, if there's peace, that means things are at a neutral. Okay. So in my mind, like, truth is, like, this, like, golden star that you can't see. Um, happiness is, like, this 10 out of 10 that you can never achieve. Uh, achievement, I don't even know how that works. But, but it's just because, like you said, it's relative. Yeah. It's but cool. peace is, like, a 5 out of 10 that will never change. So the, the reason I threw this out there is, do you think all the growth that you chase after is towards peace? Like, do you grow to become more peaceful? If you're phrasing it in the sense of what do you strive for, or when you're growing or in the directionality of your growth, what are you hoping will result? A lot of that is achievement, and a lot of it is truth. Just learning more. Not necessarily assigning a positive or a negative to what the truth is, but just having more knowledge and being able to grow yourself and your mindset to be able to absorb that knowledge. And But I think one would argue... Or, okay, so maybe what is the reason 
open for that knowledge, that truth. If you think peace is the ultimate goal, then at the point of the truth, you would wield that knowledge to get to peace. So it's like, okay, I'm growing right now. In what am I growing? I'm growing my knowledge. In what am I using that knowledge for? I'm using that knowledge for peace. Does that model track for you, Thomas? Uh, not really. I was thinking peace is like a personal peace. But like, I don't know if those four can be like the only options for like the reason I tried to grow. I do like thinking of truth instead as knowledge. Because I think it might have been you once when we were talking like a long time ago where we pictured like every facet of knowledge, like every, every subject as like a bubble or like a leaf on a giant tree knowledge and like some of them have paths between them that connect and like all of them are connected to the tree so they're all connected somehow and you can only access a few of them because there's just so much information so I feel like when I'm growing or trying to achieve things or get better at something I've entered into this leaf or this bubble and like as I get deeper into it I get more view of the bubble like it fills out more and more Um, even if it's a tiny one it just like fills it out and then maybe at some point I'll be able to see path to another bubble that I already know like oh yeah this connects with the thing I know and doing all these different bubbles and all these things I'm interested in and growing and getting better I'm like opening up pathways between things and my connection and view of the world expands so it's just like I'm trying to become more connected and connectedness I guess mm. you could say is peace but like mm, I like the word I just, connectedness like I'm just trying to like open right. Right. I want to open myself okay cool yeah, that's, yeah. do you vi- revisit that visualization that was the first time I've ever thought about it since the initial time <laughs> <laughs> don't get <laughs> I think it was us who thought about that. <laughs> yeah, but that just came to mind. Right? Okay, it's cool. Not something I just came up with. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, maybe that's a better way of phrasing that question because okay, trying to reel it back. So I think I asked, "What is the point of growth?" And then you, Katie, reposited. I don't know. Reposed. What's the right word here? Countered. But you countered by saying, <laughs> "Okay, if, if, if growth not, is important." Boy. Parried. Why is Seriously. stagnancy not or, or detrimental? And, and then you counted <laughs> with this four-part question that you guys didn't necessarily agree, or like it didn't seem to mesh with your model of thinking. So, Katie, do you, is there like do you have a mental model for growth? Could you paint us that picture? It's hard because I think sometimes growth is learning facts of what is there. I think you have to have that as a baseline, and then sometimes growth is filling in those gaps with your own experiences to build a stronger foundation and then from there taking that growth in another direction maybe it's quite unknown to you or or what that means but it's the application of what you've learned and taking that and growing from that so internally you're growing you're affecting something in the world and in turn that change will then develop you further so it's a cyclical process and I liked what you said, Thomas, about connectedness because it is a connectedness and that's why I think we should, going back to the school, enhance multidisciplinary studies because of those connections and it does give you a deeper understanding and maybe give you applications that have not ever been thought of previously. Okay, I I agree with you everything you... question. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you said, but it's just like, okay, here are all these things that make you grow more. Mm-hmm. But I think my overarching question is still, like, what are you growing more toward? I think and you it, can have well, a final destination with that. It sounds like Thomas maybe wants more connectedness. How I, So how I would answer the four questions is I would pick mm-hmm. happiness. I don't know. Yourself or others? I think that's just the goal that I want. So, okay, I accept that other people don't necessarily have that goal. So I think it's just I Mm -hmm. pick happiness for myself because I think, well, we're all going to die. We're probably not all going to be peaceful. So (laughs) we're... I, I think I pick happiness because all the other three things seem unreachable. I don't think truth 
I, I think the human brain is limited. Mm-hmm. We won't ever truly be able to grasp truth. I think achievement, if I were to spend my whole life being miserable... Just to achieve something. Just to achieve something, what's the point? Because I'll be dead after that. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Peace, I think everybody's too different. Like, it's a, a tragedy of, uh, frankly, too many people, not enough resources. There's going to be winners and losers. Sad. No peace. Happiness is the one thing that I can maybe control. And because of that, I think is the only thing I personally can focus on. I'm going to focus on my own happiness. I'm going to stay in my own lane. I, I'm going to help others when I can. I'm going to try to make other people happy. And you do. Thanks. <laughs> but really, like, all the things that I try to grow towards is a growth towards happiness, maybe. Do you think happiness is like, you get there and you're there? No, I think happiness is a skill set and a response. So life's gonna happen. That might cause you to be, it might be traumatic, might cause you to be upset. So I don't think the goal of happiness is to be happy 100% all the time and never feel sadness. Happiness is, oh, this sad thing happened to me. I'm gonna grieve, I'm gonna be sad, but I'm gonna process that emotion and just almost let it go. Like in prioritizing happiness, I think it's also accepting that sadness will come too. So I like, I almost think a part of your growth towards happiness is to be able to be more sad. It's interesting that it took this course called happiness, okay. like a philosophy course. The, the idea that he presented us with the beginning and then at the end when we understood more was that everybody is a 7.2. That's, that's where people sit on average. Like when surveyed like thousands of people, the average is like a 7.3. Like people go up from there, people go down from there, people go really low from there. But on average throughout your life you're a 7.3. And that's pretty good. You're, usually you're pretty good. You have like food and money and stuff like, it's obviously like who they asked but yeah so like even but no even people in like like their little countries they're thankful for their communities and their family and the food they do have so everyone's like a 7.3 like no matter what so i think the reason i didn't choose happiness even though it's like a noble thing is because it will happen regardless if you are doing life like it will if you're if you're like trying to achieve things that you want to do if you're like seeking knowledge to become more connected or something like or just like spending time with people it will happen. Like, or even, yeah, you'll be like an okay. And that's, that can be considered. So I think that's why, for me, it's almost like, why would I pick that? Because that's, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. to, to build off that point as well, I worked with a couple of people in university who went to Zambia, did a study, and they, you know, interviewed students there, children, um, asked them to rate their overall happiness, asked them what they were thankful for, and they were pretty much on par from my understanding with the Canadian children they studied as mm. well. Children will be thankful for what they have, and sure, there will be things that they don't have, but overall, like you were saying, it averages out, and mm. it's also based on your perspective of what's around you. Even as you go through your life, you're more thankful for different things. As you mature, as you get older, the things that you were grateful for when you were 10 very differently from when you're 30 all throughout your life and those things can come back you can always come back to those things the things that you're grateful for so you both presented this idea that it doesn't matter what happens in life you're just going to be happy no matter what see i think that's something you can work on getting better at being happy i I feel like there is a situation where okay we're living in 2018 i'm this amount of happy versus i live in 3000 bc i'm this amount of happy like human physiologically we have x happiness emotion points but i think i i almost worry that we've become worse like maybe we're 7.2 now but maybe we were 8.9 before can i can i add a couple of things i think i think i'm seeing what you're calling happiness more as a state of 
appreciation and mindfulness about where you are in life. Yeah, I don't necessarily see it as a be-all, end-all. I don't see it as something that is attained more as something that's carried out so it's not something that you can get i think that's what you're saying too but it's just like you're we're we're like think of happiness as like this object that people strive for right which is usually how people in public life yeah it's like Mm -hmm. you have to get to happiness whereas you think of like the more like zen or buddhist or whatever like version where it's like an awareness of your place on that like one to ten and it's like when you are a nine you are very aware of it and you can you can enjoy it a lot more Mm -hmm. instead of people who are like buy a bmw or something and then they don't feel good like after a week because they thought it'd make them feel better right. and then they get a ding in it and then it just brings sadness to their life because it's more stress because it's mm. just another thing to worry about whereas like the kids in like zombie a cow that they take care of and they're like yay this is lucy <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, like your plants yeah yeah <laughs> and then they're, then they're like thankful for less but they it's like because there's less clutter in their life maybe they can be more aware right. so maybe it was like us getting worse at it is because we have more clutter in our life but i think i think that's a more of like a western upper middle middle class kind of thing where it's like yeah those people are getting worse at it because we just have more things and more distractions Right, and but I think that's a part of choosing happiness as my form. Along the growth, it's like where where is it that I want to grow? I want to grow to a place where I become more happy, or like I unlock that happy. So okay, the example that I try that I think about happiness is when I make small talk with strangers. Is the message that this person is throwing out into the world is it one of happiness and positivity, or is it? Like, freaking the weather sucks. Like, traffic, am I right? Like, did you vote in this last municipal election? Well, all the politicians are corrupt anyways. And, like, that's sort of... I don't think they're intentional about the negativity, but that's just sort of the language we all speak is one of negativity. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think they do it to be negative. I think they do it just to fit in or, like, it's easy. It's a learned response. Right, yeah. If all you've ever known are people saying these things to you in a negative fashion, your response can only be negative. Right. But, and I think it makes us unhappy. It does, and it's contagious. Right, yeah, it's contagious. And so when I think about growth and the things that I work towards, it's working towards a, a response to that. And I think that's... I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Maybe you can give us some examples of how you make these small changes in your life to strive for this happiness or strive right. to become a more positive person and, and shine mm. that out. Okay, so I value like interpersonal connections and like building communities. And I, I think there are some like practical skills that you can pick up to like be a better friend. Oh, like learn how to become a better listener. Like I heard, I read this like Facebook BuzzFeed article that was a hundred ways to show up for your friend. And one of them was learn your friend's coworkers' names. And I'm like, oh, like I didn't know that that was a good thing to do, but I think it is. <laughs> like, and it is, I, I think what they wrote is it just makes your conversations with them uh, easier and it like shows that you're paying attention into other people's lives like whatever it's like it's not going to change the world or anything just learn that your friend's boss is named stacy or whatever and that's something that i try to think about when i'm just like talking with my friends like it's super cheesy super lame but also like really nice and 
Like, honestly, these are the sorts of things that I personally am obsessed about. Like, I always, these are the things that I'm just thinking about when I'm riding my bike to work. I'm just, like, cycling through my mind of, like, uh, how did my day go? I think these are the, the topics that pique my interest. Or, like, I'm excited to grow towards. It resonates with you because there's a depth to these things that goes beyond the surface level that you would experience in your day-to-day and it allows you to build those interpersonal connections yeah. that you value right and build up other people in the process right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well and, and so again these are my examples of when i'm trying to grow i think growth like i have this stability with stability comes like ongoing communities being able to reach out to people say hi and like I, I feel like my personal growth is linked to the strength of a friendship also contributes to my personal strength. Or like the growth of a relationship is my personal growth. I picture you as in the bubbles. You are somebody who uh, stays in the hallways. Right. Between the bubbles. Okay. And you don't go necessarily into the bubbles. You got a couple that you, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you want to do a little bit just to like show people around. <laughs> you're, like, you're the tree tour guide. <laughs> the tree yeah. tour guide. Your job is to like make the hallways bigger. <laughs> right. Like, you see people who go back and forth once in a while, and you—that's your favorite part. <laughs> you're like, hey, how was that bubble? <laughs> Tell me what you learned from it. I peeked my head in once. <laughs> I'm so glad you're into it. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm pretty good at Jason impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I also accept that not ev- that's not everybody's thing. Yes. You know? No, yeah, no, there's very few. 100%. There are very few, so that's a very good thing that, that you exist as one of those people. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is my thing. What's your guys' thing? On the tree? Or in the bubble? Or like whatever. <laughs> or just in life, man. Oh. <laughs> I'll be the alarm bell that rings five minutes before class starts to make sure everybody's out of the hallway. No, actually, no, 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 I'm just joking. Um, I don't know, if we're taking the tree metaphor... I recently found a new found responsibility. Mm. Um, I like kind of put it upon myself uh, with this whole conduction stuff and the music with this tradition that isn't a tradition yet because its creator just died a few years ago and there's very few people practicing it, but like, I'm, I kind of feel like I took it upon myself to canonize it. Mm. Yeah, that's what I wrote. I had to write my statement of purpose for the university application, right. and that like clarified a lot of things for me. Ah, cool. And so in it, I put like I have this newfound responsibility where I must create this tradition, or like I must make this thing a tradition. Right. I, I'm I'm now part of it mm. because I'm choosing. Uh, yeah, it's like I'm I'm. There's like a bubble that isn't attached yet. Like, but it's your job to attach yeah. it. The bubble creator. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> On the, for this one very specific bubble. Like, I feel like I have a specific couple things. Like, I really like getting into things hard. And, like, yeah. just doing those couple things. So I like having, like, a couple really strong communities. Right. And that's enough for me. But, like, having them, like I said, like, where you can see the entire bubble. And you can see everywhere they connect. Even though you don't necessarily, like, know the things they connect to very well, you at least know. Right. And that expands your view. Instead of this tree metaphor, I'm almost imagining us as this, like, little tribal community in, like, the Stone Age of, like, what is everybody's function in society? In our, like, band of 30 people, we might not make it through the winter, and everybody, like, we need to be lean. Everybody needs a purpose in this community. And because if we're feeding you, you know, if you're getting a chunk of the mammoth, (laughs) we better get our investment, return on investment. 
I guess I'm in this community making sure everybody's friends. It sounds like Thomas is in this community, like out in the jungle, trying to forge new paths. Or we found this cave. Most of the community is skeptical of this cave and is like, oh, it might be dangerous, might be bad, I don't know. Thomas is like three miles in, like, guess what, guys? I found these this cool new like lake inside this cave. Like, I it could be. It's spelunky. Yeah. <laughs> like, I found a new water source for us. Um, and your intimate knowledge of the cave is like a very like a very specialist type person. Right. Yeah. Is the value that yeah. you want to bring to society? To our little community, mm-hmm. our madness community. Yeah. Does that does that yeah. sound right yeah. to you? Yeah, yeah, specialized. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, probably probably in some sort of like knowledge. <laughs> Katie, I don't know. I've the breeder. Smurfette, never... <laughs> 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 like, the lone token female. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested to see what you guys would say my role would be because I think I have a perspective, but that's shaped by what I'd like to be and not necessarily what I am. So I'm curious. Okay. Smurfette, it is. <laughs> it's easy. I feel like it's easy to say based on your job. Right. What you do. And I think, but well, the thing is, is I think I gravitate to that job and I do it well because I'm intrinsically that person. So I feel like you'd be somebody who would, you would ration everything for everybody and kind of keep stock and in inventory. Make sure no one gets more or less than they're supposed to and put out any fights between people like about that kind of stuff. Well there like, won't be fights because Jason's there. <laughs> well, about the resources. Like you yeah, like resource, resource management. management. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right in the sense that I like order to a lot of things and I like making sure that people are taken care of and have equal or at least fair shares of things. Yes. Fairness. Because that's pretty essential otherwise like there's chaos. Like everyone could like each other than if like, the food runs out. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not my perception of you because I've never seen you at your job, the office. Fair. So I always, like, when I think about Katie, I I think you you also attach yourself to hobbies. You get into climbing, you get into yoga, and you get into aerials. Whenever I talk to you, you always bring books. But you also, like, are excited to teach me about them, too. Like, you know, it's in aerial silks. And you're trying to explain how you wrap the thing around your foot. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that sounds very intense. So you come in with this, yes, I'm learning this new thing, but I'm also like, you're, you're sharing it too, right? So it's like, if Thomas has gone in and like mapped out the cave, you were like going in behind him, but you were like, come on guys, let, let's give this Thomas guy a chance. Like, let's try to learn about this cave too. So, like, I'm trying to map this out. I guess I see you as a little bit more social than Thomas. Do you think that's fair? I picture Thomas as, like, it's like, well, I'm not doing, like, the one thing by myself or whatever, like, just figuring this out, and then once it's done, I can go do another solitary thing that no one's going to do. Get the permit. Yeah, and just go do these (laughs) things, and, like, just, like, open up these, like, pockets for the community. Right. Like, a little bit by little bit. Well, you're, you're like, oh, like, I figured out this new, like, foraging technique that I'm going to teach the ten of you foragers. Right. Um, to be able to do this better and now I'm gonna go like see if I can help improve upon the hunter hunters or something to mm-hmm. see if I can like maybe do a more efficient like way to make the sphere yeah yeah it's like maybe see how they can be improved but more so just like 
share that moment with others. Also, I just forgot, but you're straight up a yoga teacher. So it's like, <laughs> see, this is, this is you. I think you do like taking on this role of like sharing knowledge. And I do that every day at work too. And it's knowing who I'm speaking to, what their background is, and like being able to work with that and seeing the understanding come through from that and knowing that it worked is very rewarding right definitely. but that sorry bringing going back to what you were saying about being the second you know running into the cave and being like woohoo let's go there's an interesting thing so I went to a, a leadership a conference once and uh-huh. one of the sessions was about different types of leadership and so when we think of leaders or at least a lot of the class that we were talking to they're very type A very exuberant very excited and like you're saying you know there's different people who dif- resonate with different things that's not for everyone but they're saying the second type of leadership is the person who comes in and supports that leader first because it's one thing for somebody to go up in front of a crowd cheer them on amp them up then the action has to happen and it's that second type of leadership so I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that um, I think leadership is a word that a lot of people shy away from because it's very... Or as with most things, the story of what a leader is has just become reduced and simplified to like make it easily digestible by everybody. But as with all things, the idea of a leader is very complex. And so there are a lot of ways of being a leader without necessarily being the one at, at the head of the pack. So I, I am very much in support of this second type of leader. And I would argue there are infinite types of leaders. I feel like everybody has the ability to lead in their own way. Yeah, I think leader is becoming cooperative. Like everyone can be cooperative mm-hmm. right. in their own way. There's, yeah, there's no like stand above. It's just like everyone has something different. Right. Mm-hmm. We're all bringing value to this community. Yeah. Right. We're like leading because our value is not like what the other person has. Totally. So it's like, it's not like we're one person leading ten. It's one one out of one has your value and one out of one has their value and one out of one has their value. So it's not like, yeah, one out of ten has the value of a leader. Right. It's like each person has their own like, yeah. Yeah, and I think we, and to make this community flourish, we all need to bring ourselves fully and truly lean into our strengths Mm -hmm. to like make this community in overall flourish, right? And so Thomas's strength is uh, zeroing in and becoming a specialist. Your strength is encouraging people to learn more or like encourage them outside of their comfort zone and share knowledge maybe. But I don't know. This is, does that sound right? Yeah. And I think it could depend on the situation too. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, right. there's times where it's just about supporting somebody who's doing something and facilitating that. Not necessarily having an impact on what they're doing or paving a path. Just be excited. Yeah. Okay. Excited cool. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Um, sweet. I think that's that's a good podcast. Excellent.